And welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name's Grant. And uh, no Attack on Titan this week. No Attack on Titan. Sorry, gang. Um, obviously, if you're tuning in, I think you'll probably be aware uh, that this week there was a earthquake in Japan, which interrupted Attack on Titan Season 4, Episode 13, mid-broadcast. Mm. Um, they're going to broadcast it next week. We will do a double episode then. Um, but with that in mind, obviously, you know, it's, it's an anime. It'll be there when we get to it. Mm-hmm. You know, the exactly. priority is wishing everybody well over there. Absolutely. Um, I know that, you know, there's lots of earthquakes, uh, in that region and generally speaking, uh, it's a little rough. So, you know, it puts things into perspective. Um, so yeah, we wish everybody well. Um, but we figured we would take this week to just kind of catch up on stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, truth be told, Grant and I end up talking for like 20 minutes after every episode. Sometimes longer. So I, I yeah. think we have like almost like an hour hour record post-episode. Yeah. And we end up talking about other shows, anime and and not, um, movies that we're watching, just generally speaking, that kind of stuff. So we had tossed around the idea of recording that anyway. And uh, I think maybe this would be a good uh, week for it if you're, you know, if you still got appetite. Um, one thing we should probably say, Grant, I don't know if you're aware, is... Because this episode of Attack on Titan was mid-broadcast, mm. it was like 19 minutes through. Yeah, you, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> with that in mind, people like ripped it and it's been uploaded to the internet. So, to put that to bed, we have not watched the partial episode and we no. will not watch the partial episode. Haven't really seen any spoilers. Um, I mean, we know it's out there. So we're being careful, but mm-hmm. we're not going to touch on like any of what we saw because we haven't seen anything partial or complete. Um, I have yeah. like zero, like zero inclination as to what is uh, taking place. Usually, you, you know, it's it's so funny. I guess this kind of this whole culture of I guess FOMO is the term. Yeah. But you know, like anytime there's uh, you know uh, like a Nintendo Direct or uh, like a you know a Sony State of Play, you know. You know, there's events, like, I just, for me, personally, I like watching the event. I hate reading just, you know, like a Kotaku article or something like that, where yeah. it's just, you know, kind of takes the, the air out of the situation. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, it's it's so hard, like, to stay off the internet. Even, like, Dude. you know, yeah. it's, like, it's impulse. Like, I'm at work, and, you know, I'm on, like, a three-hour stretch of doing something, and I have, like, 30 seconds to myself, and next thing I know, the, my phone's in my hand, and it's like, ah, fuck, no. <laughs> Like and I gotta, I gotta wait till seven o'clock tonight when I have some free time. You know, it's, it's yeah. Uh, and, and I totally feel you too because if you're, you know, if you follow us on social media, it's part time otaku, like basically everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, hit it up. Uh, but if you follow us, like you'll know that we're all about that kind of stuff, and you know our own algorithms are all oriented, you know, to show us that type of stuff. So like, yeah, the instant I logged on that day. Mm. I didn't see anything major, but I was like, wait, what? Like, you know what I mean? It was just very confusing. Um, Mm. Just because the internet is oriented to serve you what you're looking for before you know you're looking for it. So, yeah. Navigating the internet when there are spoilers out there is crazy. Yeah. It's like, you know, any major MCU release, like, after opening night, it's like, just don't go. Just don't go Mm. away. Just don't (laughs) go on the internet. Yeah. Take the two, three days you need. Or try (laughs) thing. And that is, it's so funny kind of a weird byproduct of you know like the years of covid uh you know going on two now which is crazy to think but um or going into year two like before like you know you'd see like friday night you just cannot swing you know uh, captain marvel or or whatever what have you 
and you are like champing at the bit all weekend of like, ah, oh, can I swing two hours here to go just go get it over and done with? But now, like at home, like you know, Wandavision's out on Friday, and it's like, oh, okay, I can catch that Saturday morning. Like no, no there's no pressure around it. It's like mm-hmm. I can do other stuff at home, and I can catch it in the morning. It's and it's kind of like a night a nice thing. Like I I sorely miss the the theater experience. And, yeah. Yeah, honestly, if there's anything I, I miss, like, getting together with you and, 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 and Devin and Jeff and Joey and, like, going to the fucking movies, you know? Like, that was... Making events of stuff. Totally. I, I, I think I miss that the most, but personally, well, I, I'm really enjoying this home experience. I'm a, I'm a homebody, so... Well, I'm kind of... Maybe we should jump right into that, because I'm curious about your thoughts on some theater news. Maybe mm. we can start here. Yeah. Because um, I think it's definitely relevant, and I think if you're a fan of Attack on Titan, there's a high likelihood that you're a fan of Demon Slayer. Um, you know, one of the strongest first seasons of any anime I've ever seen, um, really, you know, just ended up loving that. And then, uh, they've had this really, really big run, uh, in Japan and elsewhere where they've released their movie. I think it's called Demon's, uh, Demon Slayer, the Infinity Train. Mm. Um, and you know, the problem that we've had, like everyone is that they've had a really delayed, slow release. Um, because of COVID, they're being, you know, very uh, tentative with their worldwide theater release schedule and subsequent Blu-ray release. And it, the movie happens right after season one, and it looks like a really great arc. The trailers mm-hmm. look great. It smashed records all in, like, everywhere. I think it beat mm-hmm. out Call Me By Your Name or Your Name um, mm-hmm. for the number one movie uh, out in Japan. It spirited uh, away as well. Like, yeah. That, that was, like, that was the big one. That was, like, you know, what people were comparing at the yeah. time, you know, it, how big a deal that was. So it, it's, yeah, it's number one. And wherever it goes, it seems to do really well. I, mean, I know it went to New Zealand, Australia, and it did really well. Anyway, all of that to say, we got news like yesterday or today. I think I think it had kind of, I think there was presumptions yesterday, but today was like, they had said day. 16th that there was going to be news about the about the release. Yeah. They like embargoed the embargo. They're like, hey, yeah. there's here's a pre-announcement to our announcement. Oh my God. I hate that shit. Anyway. I know. <laughs> so it's coming out. So it's going to hit the US and Canada. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast, high likelihood you're in the US or maybe Canada. Um, so the question is like, what do you do? Like, do you see it? I th- what was the date, Grant? It's going to come out I think a- April, April 20 something. Uh, I think it's April 16th, June 22nd for the digital release right. and Blu-ray release. So, you know, the question Grant and I have is we are undoubtedly going to see this movie. Absolutely. <laughs> There's no question. You can't keep us away from it. And no. Demon Slayer said they're going to pick up a season two and it's, it's you know, probably going to pick up on mm. after the events of the movie. So mm. we got to see this before the season two comes out. Um... And the question is like, well, when are you guys going to see it? You know, people listening. It's like, should we see it as soon as possible so we can cover it in April? And then, you know, there's like COVID implications. Like, what's the deal with theaters right now? I have no idea. I haven't been in one in a year. Um, yeah. Or no, do you I've... just wait? Do you just wait till the Blu-ray release? You know, so if if there was like a... I'm leaning to no. I think I'm going to wait for... Personally, I, w- I would like to wait for a digital release. Um, you know, it's, you know, to come to see you and, you know, make like the, like the big theater experience, I could de- potentially do that. That would be more of like a likelihood just cause mm-hmm. you know, the, the theater, you and I, when, when we have like spectacle, like big events, you know, like the Marvel movies and whatnot, like that is probably one of the nicest theaters I've ever been to. Mm-hmm. And I, 
I openly choose to only go to that if I can. You know, where I live, not the greatest theater. Like, I know, obviously, right. COVID has kind of cleaned a lot of things up. But, like, even on, like, their best day pre-COVID, I was just <laughs> not... You know, it still just... felt like a bit of a biohazard area. Well, yeah, but, but you know what? Like, this is going to sound like, you know, super inside baseball into my life. But, yeah. like, m- my tailbone is fucked. Mm-hmm. And there's seating points where... Seating matters. Seating matters. And, like, sometimes, depending on the theater, it's either 30 minutes into the movie, I got to stand up and do, it like, an awkward stretch, and it's like people are watching me. Or it's at a nice theater. It's like, uh, I'll just rough it out for 20 more minutes till the movie is over. And then, you know, like I'll be walking out of here. So no, man, I don't know. I, it's, I know it's, that feel I was, I was recently talking to some friends just about how your priorities shift. Mm. And we're talking about where should we go? And, uh, the number one, like the consensus we reached was like somewhere with the excellent back support. You know, I really don't <laughs> really doesn't matter to me. Make sure there's a booth. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it sounds like you're kind of split. Maybe we could do it together. Obviously, you know, no matter what, there'll be a podcast about it. Yeah. I am just so hungry for this movie because it, you know, if it if it did like so-so in theaters in Asia, I would mm. be like, ah, you know, we'll catch it when we catch it. But, like, it's just... This movie's a big deal. That's the thing. And that stomping is, everything. It's the, that's the hard pill to swallow, is that it is... And, I, I, and the, the thing is, I'm getting the vibe. It's not just because people have been short of content in, like... You know, oh, that okay. genre. Like, you know, like, I think the last, like, major, you know, I might be speaking out of tongue here, or out of cheek here, but was Broly the last major anime theatrical release? I know that's the last one that crushed it in the way that an anime crushes in Japan, and we hear about it in the here. U.S. and I Canada. guess Call Me By Your Name would be, or not Call Me By Your Name. I mean, that was a different movie. All of that was before, though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's the first big one in a while. I think that's yeah. fair to say. I think Broly crushed. I'm sure there was like a ton of really great movies and, and hits out there, um, but they weren't so huge mm. that we heard about it here. You know what but, I mean? But that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think it's because of the lack of... Content? Content. It's I think just, this movie is just a big deal. I think the content yeah. itself is so good. And that is, I think that's a little harder for us to, you know, wrap. And then, again, what I was going to say earlier, it's not like season two was like hot on our heels. And yeah. we're like, you know, oh, we can't watch season two because we haven't seen, you know, Infinity Train yet. It, we're going to have some time. And, I think you know, so, yeah. So it's, and you know what, you and I have been talking, we've been, we've been trying to figure this out for the past couple of weeks now, of like what the next logical step is for the show, like what, what the next show we're going to cover is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm just not that upset about this demon or uh, demon slayer situation because we do have so much ahead of us, you know, like, yeah, we've been very back and forth on what we want to do next. And, you know, it's, uh, I think demon slayer, it's going to be here. We're going to talk about it. Like you said. So it's when it comes, it comes. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll figure it out. There'll definitely be a podcast on it, and then you know, depending on timing of season two and all that, there's a there's definitely a likelihood that we end up covering that mm. week to week if it if it you know rolls out week to week, which I presume it will. But anyway, when, absolutely, that will yeah. absolutely be a show we talk about. <laughs> yeah. For now, um, you know, just actually last note on Demon Slayer because we talked about how great it is and, and the animation and stuff. I, I saw an episode, I don't know why, like last week, and generally speaking, you know how we've talked a lot about 3D and CG and how mm. it's like not usually great? Sure. Like, and I can think of, you know, other examples other than like Attack on Titan Season 4 that like generally, oh, here's a good topical example for you, is 
there's this uh, classic anime that everybody loves called Berserk mm. that was done in the 90s. And it's fine. Um, I have some opinions on that. And everyone <laughs> okay. will hear it at one point. <laughs> but it's fine. Sure. And uh, But then they rebooted it recently. And they did this whole thing in, like, CG. And it is some of the most painful shit to watch mm. I've ever seen. Like, I, cu- I couldn't get past uh, an episode. And... Um, when, you know, when a lot of people look at 3D animation and CG animation, it's generally like, oh, you kind of took the easy way out. So, you know, it's kind of frowned upon. Sure. When you think about Demon Slayer and how un unreal that movie is, or that series is, season one, and how they are, like, just adding 3D elements into hand-drawn scenes, basically every episode, yeah. it's, it's fucked. Like, the animations of Tanjiro's sword, or, like, even, like, in landscape shots... They'll, they'll decide to 3D, like, a water fountain just to give it, like, more depth. Sure. They're fucking crazy. It, that might be, you know, I'm not, I don't want to go out on a limb and, like, you know, be hyperbolic. But that that might be some of the best animation I've ever seen just because of how creative it is. Well, you and, when you, I think you and I had talked about, well, we definitely talked about Demon Slayer in our, we had, like, that bye week at, in uh, the new year. I think just yeah, before yeah. the new year. You know, like our 2020 in review kind of thing. Yeah. And that was, you know, I think I had mentioned, like, Demon Slayer absolutely captivated me. It, it was one of those shows where I was getting up early from work, which, you know, no one likes doing. Yeah. And I would just, I was sitting at the kitchen table with, like, a plate of eggs. And, and just, like, I'd try and get, like, two episodes, two or three episodes in before I had to leave. And it was, and that was the thing, too. It was just so beautiful. You know, the everything apart between, like, the storytelling and, you know, Demon Slayer is just one of those shows. Like, I, lo- I just yeah. love gushing over it because it deserves to be gushed over. Like, it's it's a treat, you know? the There's so much gr- amazing, great anime, but when it's wrapped up nice and neat like that, mm-hmm. it's, it's hard not to, you know, kind of, you know, be hyperbolic about it. <laughs> Fair enough. So, speaking of... Other anime, uh, maybe we can start here because we're halfway or we're well past halfway through it. Doctor yeah, Stone, two, yeah, two episodes left, I think. Doctor Stone season two. I just recently got caught up. You know, I know you're a big fan of this, yeah. and this is a beautiful show, especially the way it's it's drawn. Mm. What do you think about season two? It's good. It's yeah. um, it's good. It's you know, so I'm blowing your head off. Sorry. It's not, like, blowing your head off amazing. No, it's... But it is good. It's funny, because, like, you know, I, I've been thinking, you know, for the better part, you know, probably since Sunday, since we decided to do, you know, this type of episode this week of, you know, and I knew Dr. Stone was going to come up, so th- there's just... There's something about it that I just wasn't sure about. It wasn't that there was any anything glaringly bad, but I think, I think what it comes down to is the length. You know, this has been a big topic for us, you know, you know, over the past season for Attack on Titan. And, like, it, it, it works in Dr. Stone's favor because I found the first season, it was a, you know, it's the first season of a show, you know, you're trying to get as much information to the viewers as you can to, like, not overwhelm them. And, you know, again, the show, it's, like, very science and they break down, like, how things work and it's kid-friendly and it's also not kid-friendly in ways and, but it's, it's, it's you know, it's, like, kind of like bill nye the, the anime in, yeah in actually, some ways solid comparison and you know it's like it's funny and it's kooky and i, the, I love the cat Unre- very very good cast um but there was definitely moments where it was like ah we can speed this up like you know not that there was filler episodes 
but there was the the pacing I found to be very strange. And I agree. It, and it feels like this season they the pendulum swung to the opposite direction, where I think there could be a little bit more to. Again, it's still a pacing issue. It's just a lot at once. You know what I mean? Phenomenal stuff. Like again, I'm. It's I. I have like a, rot- a rotation of three shows this season right now, and it's you know I'm just oh I can't wait till the next one is there. I'm just always checking Crunchyroll to see when it's ready to download, and as I do at lunch at work, you know I catch up on anime. I watch uh, Attack on Titan usually the day of, but mm-hmm. uh, but no Doctor Stone like it's it's good. Like it's I got nothing bad to say about it. It's more of the same. I think it's just less heightened. Does it? Does that make any sense? No, I think it does. I mean, it's you know, it's still very compelling. It's just like they've kind of lost something along the way. I'm not sure really what it is because mm. it's a very like it's good. You know, let's mm-hmm. get that out of the way. Like, I really enjoy it. That's why I'm watching it. But it just feels like uh, I'm a bit confused sometimes when I watch it because it's very clearly not your typical shonen. Mm-hmm. And it's very clearly, clearly, like, not steeped in conflict. Like, the idea around the whole show is, like, about Senku versus uh, Tsukasa. Yeah. But, like, there isn't a whole lot until this season. You know, there's a little more. But there wasn't really a whole lot of actual conflict between the two of them. Um, especially in season one, Tsukasa was so absent because it was mostly just about Senku, like, taking his time doing shit. Building building the kingdom of science. And yeah. I, think, I think that is... You know, as you say, I think that is what I'm missing is the building of friendships and yeah. the bonds they build along the way. Like, you know, Chrome and I was gonna say teaching Chrome, like that was yeah. some really fun shit. Absolutely. So But back then I was yeah. like, Well, give me more conflict. So yes. I, I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like it, I feel like it's like you said, it's a pendulum is a little bit too much here, and now it's a little bit too much there. Yeah. It just uh maybe is lacking a little bit of balance. Um that said, like it's an excellent show. It's fucking it's very good. crazy well drawn. And it's it's funny. It's it's one of the few anime that's clearly like it's a shonen, but there's clearly comedy elements to it. Yeah. Oh, that yeah, I yeah. actually laugh at. You know, it's the you know, there's the you know, the over the top anime face, mm-hmm. you know, faces and the gags and it's it's just and you know what? Like, I think this is a good way to sum it up. If there wasn't a third season, I would be fucking choked. Yeah, I agree. I totally you know? agree. I, I'd like so, to see like, yeah. where this goes. You know, the most recent episode, we won't maybe spoil for anyone just because, you know, we don't know if you're, if you're caught up on it. But like, Oh, they, like how recent? Because I am one episode behind right now. Okay. I would yeah. say nothing. So <laughs> what, I'll, what I'll say is, uh, you know, they're, taking, they're making like some interesting choices and I'm excited to see, you know, kind of where they decide to take the story. Um, that, that spoils nothing. You know what I mean? That's, that's not true. You know what, Dave? Wrong show. I am, I am caught up on Dr. Stone. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, my mistake. E- get into way. it. Get into it. If you got a point, get into it. <laughs> I was just going to say, I'm, I'm interested with what they're going to do with, uh, Tsukasa. Uh, it's yes. interesting, you know, where we ended up with him and this yeah. weird situation. But again, I don't want to spoil it for anyone listening. You know, we didn't, mm. uh, I, I don't know. I would say, we I haven't, been, we haven't been going over the whole season. I don't want to kind of, I don't want to spoil it get because into I think I, it's, it's still kind of a newer show. I think. You know, I I, 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 this is one of the shows I recommend to anyone that that is willing to listen to to the conversation of anime, and you know, in our circles, I don't think that's uh, super common, but it's the one I feel the most comfortable recommending to people. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the ones I recommend. Um, but it, you know, and it's it's to back to how it looks. It's really interesting to compare it to Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. Two different shows, visually, style wise, and you know, in content. But 
it's kind of nice going to Dr. Stone every week because it's so, um, like it, it, it look, it consistently looks the way it looks. Whereas attack on Titan, we've had a lot of like ups and variants. And then also some pretty significant inconsistencies in style. Like there's been one or two episodes that have been like some, you know, not bad, but it's just like, well, that's not what the rest of this looks like. But Dr. Stone is just one of those shows that it's, it, it just looks the way it looks. It feels finished. And bright. It's so bright. Very bright. Yeah. And I don't know. It's it's nice. You know what Attack on Titan reminds me of in that regard is if you were ever watching week to week when Dragon Ball Super was airing, Mm. there's a couple sagas in there that are fucking rough to look at. Really? Oh yeah, man. Like the, uh, how, I don't want to, the name is also almost a spoiler. The um, there's a future trunks arc, okay, where uh, a, a new big bad shows up, and it's like there are there are frames and fights in that arc that look like fan animation. Like it it was like really? oh and like I'm not being like you know a critical jerk here. It was like I remember I was very like plugged into the conversation at the time and people sure. were like what the fuck is going on over there? Really? And it was it was to the point where if an episode had a specific director, people were going to be where people were like were basically saying like ah oh, shit, this is going to be a rough one versus really? a different guy like some of the best episodes of the whole series would just somehow reliably get amazing results. Hmm. We've kind of talked a bit about how this is often has nothing to do with talent. It usually yeah. has more to do with budget and time. Exactly. And yeah. you could just tell Dragon Ball Super was like they were they were just barely making it. Like you could tell they were week to week. Sure. And they they were just trying to get it out the door and sometimes, not all the time, Attack on Titan season 4 feels a little bit like that. Mm. Um because man, uh the lady and I are on season 3 and it's like no i don't ever remember in season three questioning you know the art style being like oh that seems weird like they kind of you know what i mean it just wasn't really something i think about thought about because like dr stone it was just like reliable it was just there every time does that make sense well also to like keep in mind it's also a new studio that switched over to season four Mm -hmm. and from (laughs) the outside looking in Mappa has got their hands in a lot of cookie jars. I was about to say that. Didn't they do Jujutsu Kaisen as well? They did that, and there's one, there's one I had just sent to you. I'm forgetting the name. Uh, the is it Yasuke? African Samurai thing. Yes, yeah, six which episodes. Been in production forever. Yeah, three years to make six episodes. I guess Jesus. something like that. Which I, I hope it looks phenomenal. But they got their hands in that. I believe they were involved in that Dorohiro show that I was fawning over Yeah, as well. That's on Netflix, right? That is on Netflix. Again, yeah. people, watch it. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so, you know, I got to throw them a bone. Right. Oh, no, no. I just, yeah, maybe they're stretched <laughs> a little thin, it sounds like. But, but like, uh, you know, from everything I know, which is remarkably little, about uh, animation and animation studios is that, like, this is just, like, part of the industry is these people are worked to the bone on crazy yeah. tight budgets and time. And, uh, yeah, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's rough. Um, we mentioned Jujutsu Kaisen. Have you mm. touched the show at all? No. I, I, you and I, I feel like we almost took a, uh, a virtual blood pact not to watch it without one another. <laughs> I know, Grant. I was so fucking close to watching it on Sunday when Attack on Titan got delayed. I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Uh, I was like, well, man. I need something. And I had it, like, queued up, and I was like, Grant would kill me. But, uh, <laughs> man, I, I... I've seen some of the art, and like I like you said, it's done by Mappa, and apparently the animation for that show is fucking bonkers good. It's 
it's so hard. Some of the keyframes are so good. That's the thing. I, any any visual I get, anytime I set eyes on the show, whether it's you know um, if I'm watching something on YouTube like a video essay and 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 it's brought up, it's it just oozes Dave and Grant. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. such our vibe, and it's it's just sitting there, <laughs> and I can't touch it. You know, it's like it's like prolonged Christmas morning. Yeah, it would be so. Imagine it's not great. Imagine it's just like I don't think that's the case. Super ad, yeah. It's so big, it has to be. Everything I've heard is just everyone's fawning over, specifically the action and even like this. I think it's just the package. It's visuals, storytelling, and action. You know, that's that's our bread and butter. So, well, we're definitely gonna be getting to that. And then, uh, my hero's coming up, right? Season five. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Are you? So that's something we might end up covering. Um, you know, my hero, that thing is a juggernaut of a show, mm. isn't it? Like, I Absolutely. just uh, rewatched the finale of season four. It's like good, good. It is. Um, very curious to see how season five plays out. Have you seen the trailers? No, I went zero dark on on my hero. They do I... a good call. They don't give too much away. I'll give you that. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not saying you should avoid it or, or watch it, but I watch them and I, I know the premise very much. I have I know the premise going into this season. It's a, you know the I know the significance of the arc. I know it's mm-hmm. I think it's a big deal am- amongst the the manga readers. Okay. Um, and you know, the last season. You know, I I've I've watched every season. Mm-hmm. You know. Same. Um, kind of more or less as they aired, with the exception of the first. I caught the first... Actually, similar to Attack on Titan, I had not watched the first season, and then halfway through the second, I started watching it week to week. I was right, caught up okay. at that point. And, you know, I finished that, and I was like, oh, I you know, I really can't wait for, you know, season three, and then season three was great, and, you know, and then it was just like, when it comes, it comes kind of thing. This is yep. the first time... I don't know what it was about last season. It's just going forward... I like I am really excited for season five of my hero. I don't I don't know what it is. It's it's just one of those shows. It's it's not that it's like too popcorny and I've kind of just not given it its due because I genuinely it's one of my favorites. Yeah, when I love was, it. When was the Overlord arc? Was that three or four? Season three or four? Overlord. Uh, that would have been four. I think it was like the early be- beginning, early of four. four, first half four, and then like the second was like just kind of weird. I remember yeah. the pacing of the second half of season four slowed down a bit, or is that just my memory? Well, I think because season four almost felt like three significant arcs. It was yeah. the it was like the mafia. It was all the mafia stuff in the beginning, uh, like against the yakuza, and then uh, over is it over? Yeah, it's overload. Yeah, no, over overlord, isn't it? Overlord. I don't know. Anyways, or overload. Could it's, be. Yeah, I've yeah. had the longest day, so I'm I'm gonna I'm just not even gonna give time no to that. But then the second the second part was No 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 the the first part was like kinda training up to that. Like Deku had been assigned to uh um, like their field assignment things. Yeah, yeah. The, their field assignment and then it was all the Yakuza stuff and then the weirdly at the last end there was like a four episode arc of that Mr. Gentleman, which you and I were not, like, super crazy about. That's what it was. And then there was, the like, the finale, which was, like, where the fuck, like, why the fuck did they not just jump into this? You yeah, know? weird interlude. I mean, yeah. you know, sometimes you need that as, like, a palate cleanser. You can't jump from one arc to to another sometimes. I get it. But, uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I, I do, 
I am excited for season five. Um, really, really curious to see where this wraps up. Is the manga still going? Do you know? Oh, big time. Yeah. I wonder if they'll, if and when that'll wrap up. Um, are you watching anything else of note, anime-wise, right now? Oh, big time. It's my, uh, there's this little show called, uh, That Time I Was Reincarnated as a Slime. So I haven't even touched it. And I think you may have sold me a bit on this. Yeah. At the beginning of the year in that hiatus episode we did. Mm-hmm. What is it again? So it's, it's an it's isekai. Crunchyroll, right? It is, yeah, for sure. It's all on Crunchyroll. It's, it's an isekai anime, um, which, you know, the, the title says it all. It's so funny. I had a conversation with a friend on Saturday. Uh, shout out to Bronson, big fan of the show. Uh, <laughs> and I, I kind of half sold it to him. Uh, you know, and he, I feel like, you know, initially he had his reservations. I think I hit him with the name alone and I just saw that look and that's, that's just the reason I don't talk about it. It's, I know I, sh- I shouldn't be ashamed of what I watch and what I like. You know? <laughs> no one's going to animate it, shame you. Grant. No, I know. Wow. You know, <laughs> 2021 is still a weird place. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's, it's just, there's few shows that I've seen in my life that has, that have as much heart as this show. Interesting. It is. Is it over? No, 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 fuck. We've been waiting for this second season, if what feels like almost two years. Interesting. Um, so I think it originally aired in 2017 or 2018. Um, long, long first season. So, in, you know, to sum it up, four-year-old virgin, total otaku, dies in his world, gets stabbed in the back um, on the street, like a random street attack, and he wakes up in this world as, like, a slime. Like, something you would see in, like, Dragon Quest. So weird. So weird. And you know what? Like, if, um, I think I had watched, like, Best Anime of the Year, one of those videos. Like, mm-hmm. a watch, like a watch, which I love. I love the, uh, Watch Mother's Mojo. Basement. Mother's Basement. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ashley from, uh, Watch Mojo. I love his, like, anime stuff. And it was in one of their lists. And, uh, so I was like, okay, let's let's give it a go. And there's definitely moments, too, where it, it kind of hits the Fire Force area of, like, I'm a little uncomfortable at points just because it's kind of weirdly fanservice-y in mm-hmm. moments. But I think that I think that is very much the territory of isekais. Again, this is my the only real isekai that I've watched, so which I think just means, like, transported to another world. Yeah, it's like new setting environment. Yeah, right? so... You know, and I, I gave it a go, and it's like I said, it's he starts off as a lowly monster, and he has, like, this innate ability, as I think it's called, like, the predator ability, and, like, slimes absorb other stuff, and they can learn abilities from other things, and he kind of gets, like, this out-of-nowhere power boost that allows him to kind of overcome his situation as a lowly slime, and... <laughs> And honestly, Dave, like, it sounds so fucking goofy telling it to you right now, but you watch this show, I, I cannot oversell the heart of this show. Like, the massive, massive fucking cast of characters in this show. And, you know, he, he makes his way out of this cave that he's trapped in, and and he starts, he, you know, not knowingly, but he ends up building this nation of monsters, and, like, it becomes a haven for monsters to like not be killed by humans and all that and he has they have this really cool power system in the show i don't know if this is a thing in in other anime or like even other genres of fantasy or sci-fi um if a powerful creature gives a name to a creature of a lower level essentially like they evolve into like a, a, a being of like higher intelligence 
so you know he he kind of gets this cast of characters and he and sorry the, the character's name is uh ramiro ramiro tempest cool name and, I like tempests yeah and yes <laughs> very cool so anyway so he just gets his cast of characters and it's kind of wholesome and he's kind of dopey at first and he's just like you can tell like in when he was alive he was just like uh he was just like a good guy you know you know not like uh He's not like a nice guy or anything like that, because I feel like he's not slimy. Oh fuck, fuck, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> no, no pun intended. But like, he's just like a, like a normal guy, and it kind of you know, and there's like whole stories, and there's other ah, it's anyway. So this season, Dave, we've been waiting for it for so long, and I'm so glad the pay, it, like it's paying off visually. Some of the best uh, fight scenes I've seen. Wait, is there this, a second season? The second season is airing right now. Oh, that's what you're saying. Yes. Okay. You've been yeah, waiting, yeah. and the way it's been worth it. Yeah. Oh, big time. Okay. And it was. I think. I believe it was supposed to come out this past October, and then obviously, like everything else, it was kind of postponed by COVID. I've heard of some circumstances changing, and some things having to be delayed. <laughs> yeah. In almost all aspects of life. Yeah. Anime being a big one, you know, and if it could have worked to its advantage, like you know, I feel like lately some things just you know, in all media could just go stay in the oven a little bit longer. So I don't know if that was the case for this show, but anyway, so we've been waiting a long time. The season is really, really paying off. Unreal action. You know, the animation is top tier and it, kind of similar to Dr. Stone has a very bright color to it. And just the, I think there's a little bit of 3d kind of put in kind of, you know, slowly blended into and, mm-hmm. um, you know, we we were talking about examples. I had, I had watched uh, the first season of ReZero uh, this year, so far this year as well, and they do a very good job of kind of blending in 3D, nat- very naturally blending in 3D um, into into the show. But uh, I don't know. This reincarnation is the slime, goofy name, kind of a mouthful of a premise for I feel like for non anime watchers or even people that are pretty strictly into shonen mm-hmm. i i think this is the one like if, if you're okay with a little bit of uh yeah if you want to branch out it sounds if you like branch out one. and you're comfortable with a little bit of fan service okay. um you know in all aspects you know but uh this isn't like fire force like fire force was like fuck like i cannot believe like you know like let's tone this down a little fire bit fire force is a shame because it has amazing yeah. animation but i i uh and i people are going to say like my tolerance is really low but i couldn't get through like a lot mm. of the weird fan service kind of cringe moments that they do mm-hmm. um oh god and i guess fan, the, yeah fan service yeah. probably isn't the right word to be using it's just the cringy like you know the hypersexualization. and like i had said in that episode whatever floats your boat like yeah by all means like you know as long as no one's being harmed i I could care less it's just it's it was a little overbearing and again this show too has some some moments of that not as like not as as extreme in my opinion Mm -hmm. um but i I think it's worth it to get through that you know but it's the movie or the anime overlord no, no, I think you you might have mentioned that uh, last time. Yeah, oh, when it was you were so riddled with that stuff, like hypersexualization, just weird, uncomfortable shit. Mm. Like it's kind of like how The Office has like secondhand embarrassment humor, <laughs> sure. but like they're going for it. They yeah. want you to sit there being like, "Oh my god, oh my god, I'm dying." Mm. But like that, that's just how I felt throughout like watching the first couple episodes of like Overlord. It was like, yeah. yo, I can't. There's no way you're convincing me to watch this. This is too fucking weird. And you know, like at the end of the day, it's like I said, whatever floats your boat. But Th- that said, know, I mean, I will commit to the pilot at the very least. You've done a sales job. Oh, thank you. 
Like I, like I said, I, I think I, it's if there's one thing, I, if I really need to hit home, it's the heart of the show. You know, the and the cast of characters too. And it's it's that's it's very similar again, similar to Doctor Stone. The comedy is is gold. Like you know, and yeah, and it's kind of nice too. Again, because I haven't experienced too much of like isekai mm-hmm. but like he's like making references and like you know to the real world and he's slowly blending them in and it, and it seems natural too the, the show just feels like a, li- a livable breathable world and not too overwhelming it's well the cast of characters can be a little overwhelming but if you're watching from the beginning forward obviously like you slowly mm-hmm. like add them up and there's been a couple of points of ah who the fuck is this again mm-hmm. and then you know it you know it comes quick too and the they did a really good job branching the first episode the week before the show came out, they put out a almost like a like a, a, an episode long refresher of just season one stuff and major key points along the way that are going to be relevant going forward. And it's some of the best recap. It's probably one of the best recaps I've ever seen. Okay. Uh, it was just like, oh yeah, I had forgot about that completely. Thank you. <laughs> and you know, it was it was like a you go on YouTube. You know, like when, yeah, I appreciate when shows like take the take a beat to do that shit. Yeah, and, and not just, like, a quick, like... Yeah, I, I last hate when, time. I hate when shows... You know, I think, actually, funny enough, because we're going to get into it, but, like, WandaVision, they kind of did, like, a previously on. Yep. And it didn't... It just... I feel like it didn't belong. Maybe because that's the whole, like, kind of gag of WandaVision, because it is all TV, but... um, Okay, here we go. When Game of Thrones is on, Game of Thrones would do that week before... It would show, like, a couple scenes or from, like, the previous episode or moments in the season or even going way back to, like, a moment that you should be remembering. Yep. I don't like when it's drilled into me, like, right before the episode starts. Oh, I totally then I'm, agree. Because then I'm thinking on those moments and I'm You're watching for oh, it. You know, and it's 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 kind of like, you know, maybe in Game of Thrones' case, they're trying to draw the eye away for some stuff and they yeah. want your attention focused on other things. But, you know, I, I, I like a good, like, a 20-minute episode before a season starts of, hey, you know... This is the show you love. Here are some moments that wouldn't hurt. It's been two years, you know? Like, here, here's some things that you probably... Yeah, I think in those instances, it's really good. Yeah. Netflix has done some of that kind of cool stuff. Like, I remember when House of Cards was on, you know, in between seasons, they would have, like, a whole recap that they would put together right before the pilot. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can be creative with that kind of stuff. Yeah. You mentioned WandaVision, and I think it might be interesting uh, to get away from anime for a moment just to talk mm. about that show and maybe just a little bit about the MCU um because we were fans you know like everybody you know throughout basically the infinity saga right um from the iron man one to Endgame, that was a hell of a run quite a run yeah we saw a lot of those movies together yeah and the question was like you know i i remember what after we saw Endgame, i was like you know i think i'm good like i think that was good enough i could probably just hang it up here i knew mm. that they wouldn't you know i i was just nervous like i think a lot of people were with like, okay, well, are they, if they keep making too much, they might fuck up everything they've done. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't want to yeah. see them ruin what they've built. Um, but they really took, like, a step back. You know, maybe COVID out of hand in that. But they took a really big step back. They haven't put out many movies since. And WandaVision was what really kicked off the MCU miniseries type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. And I watched all of it. I watched yeah. it basically week to week. You yeah. watched it too. Yeah, week to week. Friday nights, it was a thing for yeah. the internet. It was, uh, was kind of nice. I saw the internet like... was a little split on it at times. You know, mm. oh, this is the worst thing ever. Or, oh, this is the most profound thing ever. 
you know, what was your general general feeling on that show? Um, it, you know, <laughs> funny enough, it kind of, I, I was not split in the, like, I'm not, you know, I, you know, I like a, I have a couple comic book series that I like and I've, I've followed over the years, but I've never, I've never been a superhero comic fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've dabbled in Batman. I think that was the only, you know, cause Batman's Batman, but, um, the Marvel stuff is, I kind of just take the MCU as like what that is. And I know there's like a bigger lore, but I appreciate like, you know, that's the nice thing about the MCU. And I'm sure some people would say this is like sacrilegious, but like, I I don't got the time to deep dive into like the, the lore of of some of that stuff. (laughs) So what is presented to us, you know, like it's popcorny and it's, it's big and it's blockbuster, but you know, you can see there was an attempt made to adapt all this stuff and you can tell like there's so much passion going into it. That's why I've always been in you. It's, it's, they are saying that they are big fans, and I believe that they are big fans. Like, obviously, like, like yeah. you know, Kevin Feige, like, the king of Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, I buy it. So, I, I've always liked these movies, but I 100% agree with... I was kind of, not over it, but I was like, I need a break. But yep. the machine does not turn off, Dave. Like, no. the you know, the, the mouse is... They found the money the printing mouse, button. <laughs> yeah. The mouse is always behind the wheel. You know, like, always in drive. Always, yeah. always in drive. And for a moment going into WandaVision, I had forgotten about my fatigue, but it mm-hmm. immediately kicked in. <laughs> uh, probably around, like, the, the... Okay, funny enough. Okay, we'll get into WandaVision. Spoilers, obviously, if you haven't seen it. Yeah. It's all people can do is watch TV, so be surprised if you haven't. Or you just don't care about Marvel. Um, when they were doing the shtick of like paying homage to all these old school TV shows. Cause like, you know, growing up, like mm-hmm. for whatever reason we used like in our home, we had VHS tapes of, uh, uh, Gilligan's Island and, uh, like I dream a genie. And there's another one. I can't, I'm blanking on the third one, but we just had these random, random, it was, you know, it was what my mom watched growing up. And we just, I would just watch those tapes over like this old, old TV and it was kind of nice. It was, like, very nostalgic, you know, out of time for mm-hmm. me, obviously. But it, it was nice. And you could see the effort they were making in linking the two worlds of, like, the Marvel and the history of, like, yeah. you know, Scarlet Witch and Vision and, and melding that into these different eras of TV. And when they were doing that, I couldn't I look away from the screen. I thought it was so... You were digging it. It was so well done. And, it, it, you know, it was beautiful. Where, and Where did your fatigue set in? When the fucking MCU shit came back, in. when it when it became <laughs> when Sword showed up, when Sword show, showed up, and I was like, "Fuck, man!" Like, you know, uh, this has to be a thing. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, it's this is it just goes back to you know, like the horn of the machine went off, and like you know, the mouse is you know back on the road. Like, the stuff. Like, okay, G- how do we tie this into all the movies? And yeah, set and, up more movies, and that's and that's where it was like a little, you know. That was where I was just, I was a little tired, and it was like, now that we had seen it before, anytime, um, I think his name is Ken, in real life, his name is, uh, is it Randall Park? Uh, uh, no, J- yeah. Jimmy Woo? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The FBI character? Yeah, yeah. Rock solid. That dude should be, like... Nails every know, scene. Nails every scene, and, you know, people were online making jokes of, why don't, why don't Marvel make a like an x-files-esque show with him and Dude, uh cat dennings oh and God, i was like die. that's i was like that's an idea that i would i would invest if i could i would buy yeah. some disney stuff 
because, but you know, it's, and, and WandaVision was not bad. I really, really liked it. The ending, I know people were split on that. Yeah. But, but when it was back into, and, and Catherine Hahn's character, again, spoilers, the Catherine Hahn's character, like you could, I, you saw it from a mile away and this is coming from someone that I, I didn't know about these characters. I didn't know, you know. You know, I, I like I don't know the like the deep lore, but you could tell she's clearly the villain. She's probably mm-hmm. pulling the strings. Great performance you know, throughout. Great, and that's that. and the same thing too. Like she was, you know, the Agatha all along, like all the little bits of mm-hmm. like. But I was sold on a show that was about paying homage. To you know, eras of TV, and when that was on, it was on. I I loved it. And, you know, it's like I said, but when it got back to furthering the story i was just a little i was a little tapped out that's fair yeah as far as i go with that one i you know I, we agree and we don't agree i mean i, I thought it was good um yeah. but it's tricky because i thought you know to give them some credit like when they were filming those segments as in different eras that is the most innovative and creative like that they've been mm-hmm. and like least safe that marvel has played it in a long time that's, Probably since Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. That said, they return to, like, safety and, like, to ruining moments with jokes, like, very quickly when the MCU comes screeching back in. Um, at the same time, I will say, like, Elizabeth Olsen... Uh, oh, sorry, and, yeah. and And Paul Bettany, but especially Elizabeth Olsen, crushed it throughout. Um, she... Yeah. yeah, she was on, and, like, fire on all cylinders. And we've talked a lot about, you know, throughout, you know, film, TV, anime, what you want to call it, but a lot of the time, good character development and progression and just the opportunity to do that is comes with time on the clock. And it yeah. is, without a doubt, Elizabeth Olsen has had more time to develop a character than almost probably any character in the MCU mm-hmm. just by virtue of having a TV show. Absolutely. You know, think about, like, Scarlett Johansson, who was nominated for two Oscars last year. You know, she hasn't been given the opportunity to flex, like, her creative muscles in a decade of being Black Widow. Sure. Maybe, you know, I don't know, but maybe not a decade, but a long time. Like, you, there's just not a lot to work with. You know, you're, yeah. part, you're part of an ensemble cast in every movie. In movies that are two to three hours long, you have 18 to 20 minutes of screen time each. Um, you know, not that I think, like, WandaVision is this, like, complete and total, uh, you know, critical and art artistic success it is still very much like you said uh, a disney property mm-hmm. but it was at least like it was good to see the characters get to flesh themselves out a little bit get to see the actors do some fun work i thought you said like katherine hahn yeah through uh you know definitely a little predictable um but i thought you know great performance from her paul bettany elizabeth olsen uh it was the end uh you know i didn't have like the fatigue issue it didn't hit me as hard as it hit you but Mm. the end hit me really hard where it was like this has been really fun and i was really interested like leaving you know leading up to the end i was like well what are we gonna do about her kids yeah (laughs) you know like we've how far have we gone and then it was like that was like the emotional line for me that Mm -hmm. that would have sufficed but of course, like no, nah, we have to have like a sky battle with the with the energy waves. At the end of the day, this you know, they gotta have some people punching each other in the face, and you know. And like they, they more or less guaranteed walked back Vision's death. You know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> yeah. You know they killed Loki in Endgame, and now he has a series. 
and they but killed... even then that's uh, yeah if we're gonna get into the weeds on that i do i think that's like a timey-wimey thing like yeah it is but it's like they timelines. killed three people and they walked back three deaths in one no. way or another like they're still gonna keep cranking the money machine on those people i agree that's why in anime you know when you gone you gone man, man. <laughs> you know, Fucking... like, but the other thing too so the other thing i don't i, don't, I really don't want to just leave it on the table about wandavision is they i like the respect that they gave the subject of grief for, oh god yeah for wanda like it was you know there's you know there's definitely been shows where you know mental health is you know the like the primary focus a lot better than it was like you know five years ago yep even you know but it was just like a really you know i i bought that story i could feel her pain by the end of it it was kind of it got a little drawn same, out it got drawn not sorry i wouldn't say drawn out but it got to the same problem of all right remember remember everyone this is about superheroes punching each other so like you yeah. know it kind of just it was like a flick of the switch not that she was just magically not no longer like grieving it was just the you know the book had been closed on this on this chapter and yeah you know, we'll, we'll see more like haha like we'll see you in dr strange and all this and that and, yeah. and that's i think that's where the fatigue kicked in again it was like why you know I, I like what we had here. Like, let's... Marvel, you know, maybe. Yeah. they kind of have to pull their punches. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, and I think that, you know, that's one criticism that they have reliably received is that they have a hard time committing to uh, an emotional statement or a feeling. You know what I mean? Mm. Think about all the, you know, some of your favorite or potential favorite emotional beats in the Marvel movies and then think about all the ones they ruin with, like, a cheap joke. Sure. Um, it's, it's like this weird habitual thing they do is they can't just, like, kind of let it be sometimes anyway i know I, I think we're coming across nitpicky what i will say is like you know i'll reinforce what i said earlier it was the most creative i've seen them in a while mm. uh, i really enjoy that we got to see more of wandavision and vision with yeah. you know from those really talented actors i thought everything from the set production to set design the score generally speaking was great very the, good oh yeah i, I really like the show yeah. I, I want i want to be clear i really like the show but you know, it's. I think the. I think this, this property that Marvel has created or has kind of re reintroduced back to you know the public, you know with the MCU. It's, it's not that the the time wasn't right. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm like that's the thing too. Like we have you know uh, Marvel or Marvel uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier coming up in like a week, less like three days. Yeah, which is gonna be like hey, all MCU. So yeah. and and I'm gonna watch it, obviously. But I I'm have just a really how... bad feeling it might suck. Uh, I, I don't think it it'll suck. I don't think it'll suck. We'll see. Well, you know, maybe we'll have this again when yeah. conversation again when it ends. But again, one of the two more things I want to touch on. I don't want to keep dragging out Wandavision, but there's two more things. The best thing to come out of this whole season is one of the funniest fucking troll moments I have ever witnessed in Paul Bettany. Oh God! Is it gonna go right over my head? Go ahead. Have you not? Did you? Okay. So, there was a point in the season, post when there was that big reveal um, of uh, Evan Peters's Quicksilver from the Fox universe. Yep. Uh, which I called it. You and I were talking. I was like, "Not him, red herring." <laughs> yeah. you, and, you and I had a conversation when that happened, and I was like, "There's no way. There's no way. This is this is all in her head," which it kind of was. But um, super weird for them to use for that for. Yeah, that was just was, all super weird. But yeah, was a going. was a cool moment. But I was like, this is them trying to do a bait and switch on us. Um, but no, but tr- uh, Paul Bettany was like doing. Uh, I don't know if it was an interview or if it was a tweet, but he made. He had there was a quote of him saying, 
yeah, 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 Evan Peters was cool and all, but, like, you know, there's someone coming up in this show that I've been really, really wanting to work with my whole career. So everyone was, like, fucking, you know, like, dove down in this rabbit hole. And it was him. It was, like, when Vision met Vision. He was talking about himself. That's ridiculous. (laughs) Watching the internet shit their pants and just get, like, pissy about it. That's fucking hilarious. It's so funny. And that leads into my other point. When we watch Attack on Titan every week, you know, the... You know, you and I, we try to save our conversations, you know, for, for the pod. Mm-hmm. But, you know, every now and then, you and I, we look on the subreddits and, you know, just trying to see, like, get the mood of what everyone's feeling. It's, it's fun to be a part of the community, mm-hmm. you know. And, you know, hands force why we're doing this. But there could not be polar opposite types of fans than there oh, are yeah. the anime community, which, you know, can be pretty polarizing and mm-hmm. a little aggressive at times. But for the most part, it's everyone kind of just basking in what we just watched or what we're experiencing together. Yeah. It is a cesspool on the Marvel <laughs> side. I think that's just the byproduct of like more eyes getting on it and like bigger yeah, audiences. Yeah, when it's when it's that big, it's hard to avoid that, right? But it's just it's just wagging the finger of like, "No, you're stupid. That's that's a dumb theory." And da, da, da. like, you know, like you you go on people like, just attacking each other. What a yeah, stupid take. It's a yeah, it's aggressive and it's like it's it's a product that you just don't know the answer to so like why are you getting upset and then you know you go to attack on titan you know i i I can't remember what but i remember it was just it was like a ridiculous take on like what might happen i think it was it was the episode following uh i think it was the episode where aaron gets the warhammer titan Mm -hmm. and i i can't remember what it was something about I don't know if the guy was just being a, like a goof on Reddit or whatever, but like the comment below was like, "No, but like, could you imagine?" And it was just kind of like comforting, like it was just like an immediate response of like, "Like fuck no, but like good idea," <laughs> you know? Like you wouldn't see that on like the Marvel Studios subreddit or, or whatever, you know? It's right. I don't know, it's just it, people are so in the weeds in the MCU, and they're uh, just and, and too in the weeds. It's like what you said earlier, like. The MCU is, you know, a bit of a representation and spin on all of this lore, but there's so much fucking lore, and it's so easy yeah. to get so deep into the weeds about it. Yeah. Um. That yeah, maybe sometimes, like, and a lot of the times, like the best way is just to like take the MCU kind of as it hits you. I don't know if it'll ever be as good as it was uh, in that last, you know, in those last two Avengers movies when kind of everything was coming together and they were very clearly building towards that crescendo. I think that's going to be pretty hard to recreate. But those were like the weekend, you know? Oh, that, yeah. You know, everything leading up was like a five-day work week, a bad five-day work week, and you got that, you know, that Friday night, Saturday, and Sunday. And that's what it was, it was like, we had earned those last two movies. Oh, big you know? time. Yeah, we had so to see, it's... we had to watch Thor The Dark World to get to those two, two movies. I, I rewatched that. Don't it, say it's good. No, it's not good, <laughs> but it is by no means as bad as I remember. I remember walking out of the theater and being like, wow, they fucked up. Yeah, and, I mean it's a you know it's a weak Thor movie, I guess. Um, but but going back wasn't was not as uh, it's not as bad as I remember it. You know it could be that's time. What do you think right? the what do you think the worst one is? The worst one? Yeah. Hmm. I was looking at the MCU. My girlfriend was saying, "Oh, let's you know do a rewatch." Um, she hasn't seen a lot of them, mm. and I was like, looking through them, and I was like, "Oh God, like there's a few here we could just skip." And I remember I was like, you know, Iron Man two is kind of inconsequential. Mm. Thor 2, I really didn't need 
and Avengers 2 was like okay like but it got a lot of criticism um, but, uh, but I remember like it was not nearly as bad as people were saying the one anytime it's been brought up to rewatch then I like flat out say no is yeah. Iron Man 3 man I just watched that and I don't blame you it's uh, and, and and while we're at it I I think Robert Downey Jr. is a tremendous Tony Stark in Iron mm-hmm. Man I have not cared. All three of his Iron Man movies, they are my least favorite. Yeah, they did it. Like, you know, they did a really good job in setup and this and that. Yeah, he's like the best in terms of embodying that character. But yeah, standalone movies, it's kind of funny how that all works out. Um, Because they are the RDJ show. Yeah. You know what I mean? And funny enough, yeah. The one I like the most is the second one. (laughs) Go figure. I don't know why. I don't know. There's something about it. Maybe Mickey Rourke. (laughs) I'm so excited. I'm I'm very curious to see what they do with Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Um, a buddy cop show is not really what I had expected, but that's kind of what the the trailers are hinting at. But they're also mm. hinting at some dark stuff. The, I am looking forward to Baron Zemo because he was great in the movie. Well, he was great in the movie, and he, Daniel Bruchen. When you think about it, he's the only villain to really succeed. He he really did. I remember you know? like reading like stupid embargo reviews the mm. week that movie came out because i was so pumped for that movie mm. and people were like decent movie kind of a lame villain and then i remember watching that movie and being like are you fucking kidding me <laughs> like he won that man tore those people apart yeah. um he had a goal yeah jesus he executed it and he you know kind of you know and, made a run for it yeah i mean that actor is just fucking killer so yeah um we are we're we're, we're motoring through here mm-hmm I think there's one thing I want to ask you about. Let's do it. Zack Snyder's Justice League. The cut. Mm. The Zack Snyder cut after... How old is this movie? Uh, I don't know. Two, I, three years old? Oh, it's I, a couple I, years old. That's yeah. fair to say. Um, after petitions and trending hashtags all over the internet, HBO was finally like, all right, time to cash in on the fan service mm. and, uh, and re-release a movie that, you know... If for, for anybody that cares, like, that movie came out and did not do great. And it, Zack Snyder was ousted halfway through it? I don't think... No, 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 no. He was not ousted. There well, was, his, he had a personal situation, and he had to per, step yeah. down from the movie. Is yeah. that fair? Yeah, I, considering what had happened, I think he needed to. <laughs> um, yeah. And then Joss Whedon, uh, director of Avengers 1 and 2, came and finished it off. Yeah. Look, and, look, look how he's doing now. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. And, you know, by all accounts, if you're a DC fan, you know, Reed and Ruin, Whedon ruined the movie, and Zack Snyder's, you know, vision never really made it to film, and so here we are. And I believe HBO ordered reshoots and put millions of dollars into CG. Um, it's significantly longer. I've seen the trailer. It looks significantly better. Like, the villain looks unrecognizable compared to what actually made it to the screen. Really? I, oh, yeah. There's... I have... I, the last... I think you and I had talked about this uh, a couple days ago. Yeah. The last DC movie that I've seen was Suicide Squad with oh, you. God. You and I... I remember we paid for you. That was the only reason you and I could... Uh, Simpler time, you know? Well, that was... I remember you and I knew it was going to be bad. We had already read the reviews. So you and I treated ourselves to a VIP movie experience to kind of, like, lessen the blow. Which was... I had a great night. Or you know, a couple drinks, some snacks. It was good. It's always worth it, yeah. And, 
honestly, like, not great. Didn't think it was, like, that bad. Obviously, it wasn't, you know, was bad. But, like, it was, like, it was, like, a good bad movie. It's, like, rating the degrees of how bad a film is is, like, yeah. really hard, right? Because yeah. it's, like, could you say it's, like, objectively bad? It's, like, okay, mm-hmm. well, what's objectively bad? I mean, I think, like, by most measures, it wasn't a good movie. Like, it just mm. wasn't. But, like, does it deserve, like, the united hatred of the internet? Yeah. <laughs> and, like, the director and everybody to be torn apart just for having taken part in it? Probably not. <laughs> um, it wasn't that bad. But I, was going, I was going in with bonus points because my, my guy, Joel Kinnaman, you know. Yeah. Sh- shout out to my uh, the killing stands if you're out there. Uh, all time great. Anyways, but no. So anything he's in, I'm always like, yeah, it can't be that bad. So and, yeah. W- so for my first question for you then is a Have you seen Justice League the theatrical cut? And B Will you see the Snyder cut? Um. No. Uh. So funny. So, okay, so what I was going to follow up with is the last DC movie I saw was the Suicide, or Suicide Squad, mm-hmm. and before that was Man of Steel. Did you not even see Batman vs. Superman? No. What? No, okay, here, I got this is a fun little anecdote. Um, like, it also wasn't good, but I would have no, assumed I that you would have seen it. <clears throat> no, I was, li- like, I was living in Ottawa at the time, you know, uh, Shane had gone to see it with, I don't know who. Uh, could have I don't know I, I I don't know he had gone to see the movie, and he had come home and he might have been a little buzzed or I was buzzed you know from like a, we were out drinking, mm-hmm. and he just told me the the plot of the movie, like by memory of what he had just seen and how like it was it was it's one of my the funniest things I've ever heard in my life, and I was just fine with it after he told me that. I was like, I never have to see this movie. It was it was the perfect, I think, I'm pretty sure he was drunk. Anyways, and ever since that point, I was like, these movies sound ridiculous. I don't think I need to see another one. And I haven't. Like, was, I haven't seen Shazam or Aquaman or anything like that. Oh, all I haven't I have, seen those either. All I have in my heart of hearts is that one night of a drunken version of yeah. Batman vs. Superman. Like, I, I've just... You know, I, I thought Ben Affleck looked cool as as uh, mm-hmm. as Batman. Like Batfleck was a cool idea. I liked Henry Cavill God, as man, Superman it's... and all this stuff. I just, you know, also I'm not I'm not super big on Gal Gadot. I just I don't get it. Yeah, like she oh, looks man, that, visually, that's... she fits Wonder Woman. But oh, you know what? That second movie got torn apart. The, I thought the first Wonder Woman might have been the best that DC ever was. DCEU ever was. So th- now that we're talking about it, I got ten minutes into the first Wonder Woman movie, I had to turn it off. Into the first one. Yeah, I was like, Jesus. I'm not about this at all. I think <laughs> it wasn't her. I'm not saying. Her. I'm not saying it's a. It's great, but I think it might be. That might be to me the best the DCEU ever got. Mm. Um, and it's like a very middling, like semi app. Like it's an average. Um, what do you call it origin story sure like it's good like it's fine you know ending is like you know big bad boss fight it's fine but like you know her and uh chris what's not pratt or evans or hemsworth the star Trek oh one. pine chris, chris pine yeah chris pine and her great chemistry good comedy fine but uh yeah so just quickly on snyder zach snyder then um it feels like and, and, you know, if you watch Watchmen and, like, other shit that Zack Snyder has done, it's, like, he's he really is big on effects and really crushes mm. it in those often. Yeah, at, Watchmen's often times. great. 
Yeah. Um, the saga of him directing DC films has felt like it's Zack Snyder and like the million excuses that come along with it. <laughs> yeah. And for like the subpar product and like, sure. Hey, you know, to be fair, it sounds like everybody who made a DC film, like every director mm. until maybe recently has like really had to fight the studio. So there's that, you know what I mean? Like I heard that, you know, and it was like, I mean, it's not like I have an inside source. It was like fucking news everywhere that making BVS, he was trying to make it. And the studio was like, you need to devote half of your movie to setting up our universe Mm. because Marvel's has a 10 movie head start (laughs) and we're going to start our own universe with this movie. So he had kind of lost the battle in BVS before it even started. And I'm not saying I'm not giving them an excuse, but like, if that's true, then that's rough. And then apparently, just just last point on this, like the Justice League, he was like, oh, that's got to be a two-parter. You know what I mean? Like really build it, crescendo. And they're like, no, no, you're going to do it in one and it will be no more than two hours long (laughs) and you will figure it out. Oh my God. And then, you know, then he leaves halfway through and Joss Whedon picks up the pieces. Well, I think, you know, again, this is just like layman's outside, you know, reading of the situation, but... I think the big difference between the Marvel and the DC movies is the on the Marvel side, it's being run by the people who make the comics. Like they are, it's one, it's one entity. Like it's Disney, but like Disney is Marvel. Disney is star Wars. Like it's kind of all encompassing. Yeah. Whereas I feel like on the DC side, like obviously, you know, the DC is very involved, but that is Warner brothers show. Like they're, Mm -hmm. they're probably the real money behind it. So it's, it could just be, you know, a byproduct of not, you know, full cooperation across the board. Well, you know, I don't know. Like, it's, it's yeah, never I mean, something I've been super invested in, so. Well, the, the horror story of Suicide Squad was the same alleged problem, right? Mm. In that David Ayer made a very dark film in Suicide Squad that he was mm. happy with. And then they put out a trailer and it got a really good attention because it had Bohemian Rhapsody in it. And then... Yeah, I remember uh, that trailer. That was a good trailer. Yeah, and then Warner Brothers ordered $80 million in reshoots to make it a lighter movie. And then in the cut, it got you. the audience got a halfway version of both. Like like this weird, kind of witty, funny, alt-comedy version that Warner's was pushing versus this dark version that David Ayer had made. And we got kind of like the weird, not love child, more like, aborted fetus of those two things <laughs> and it it was not good um no. because i remember like there being really weird cringy comedy and then like all of a sudden you just see people getting shot in the head with no music in the background it was very it was like a very weird movie tone wise yeah anyway but like laughing you know what dave it's funny like we're, you're sitting here talking about ju- or uh, suicide squad i'm just sitting here like laughing thinking back to one of the lines and how cheesy it was and i'm laughing like it's you know it's you know, at least at that product, there was something of substance for people to kind of laugh along with, you know, in points. So, I don't know. But, again, I, I know nothing about these Justice League or the, the Batman versus... Like, how many... What movies are there in order for oh, the God. DC line? Don't ask me. It, uh, it was... I think it's Man of Steel. Yeah. Batman versus Superman. Uh, Wonder Woman. Justice League. Aquaman. Shazam. Was there a second Superman movie? No, that was Batman versus Superman. Oh, okay. And then he shows up in Justice League. And that was it. 
Because he died. That was the thing. He died. He died at the end of BVS, supposedly, but they knew. They had like they had him in the posters for Justice League oh before God. it came out, even though he like died at the end. It was very... It was messy. Hmm. Um, so will you watch the, Zach, the Snyder Cut or no? If you watch it, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll do a live watch with you. Yeah. How would we watch it? Are we getting it here in Canada? I think, I think, and like this, it, itali- uh, Italix on that, or Italix? It, italicize? It, 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 italic. <laughs> Let's just call it Italix from now on. Slanted words. <laughs> uh, it, I believe it's on HBO Max, like today or tomorrow or something. And uh, if you have, I don't think HBO Max is even in Canada. I have no idea. How well, it's all through Crave, I think. Yeah, so it's, I don't uh... know. I don't know. It's on their streaming platform, which I believe, yes, one way or another, through some paid service, you can get it in Canada. I do like I do like the idea of it being like a four-hour shtick, you know, maybe... I don't know I how don't... long it's going. I know it's longer. I know it's four hours and one minute. Fuck off. Seriously? So. Yeah. The Snyder well, Cut is four hours? Yeah, it's like four... It's 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 being marketed as like a TV series. It's, it's four episodes. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, so I think, you know what, like maybe as like purely on the editing basis, I'm, I'm curious of how they're going to chop this up and deliver it to us, you know? I think That's that would insane. be interesting. But I'm wondering how much I would really... You know, <laughs> well, if you haven't oh. even bothered, you know, with the well, la- the films that lead to it. But what if D- DC and Warner Brothers are using this as the new pivot of this is the new? But that's not thing. There's another Batman. Fuck! What are they doing? They are asleep at the wheel over there. <laughs> and like... they did Joker with a different Joker, right? Like yeah. They, like they they've done an offshoot Joker movie. What was your take on that? While I got you. The, uh, so I don't think you and I ever talked about yeah, yeah, yeah. Phoenix, like the actual movie itself or how yeah. it fit into the DCEU? Or no, in general. What do you think of it? Um, sorry, that's my cat. Um, so, uh, I liked it. I mean, that's yeah. that's the thing. is You know, I thought the uh, criticism about its subject matter was mm. overblown, as things often are. Sure. Um, I thought the movie... You know, it, if I had a single criticism, it was like it was very clearly a love letter to Taxi Driver, which yeah, I also blatant, blatant uh, uh, recently remake, watched. Yeah. Almost too much so. I think like there's a there's a line there, and yeah. I think we you know he may have leaned on Taxi Driver ever so slightly, but hot take. Go ahead. Hot take. Yeah, obviously, like had a lot of visual cues to Taxi Driver and narrative wise. I just felt like comparing it to that was kind of a way of, uh, like, a cop-out to, like, the subject matter in the movie. Yeah, I agree. Um, it was a way to, like, you know, get away from it and saying, like, well, it's an homage to this old movie that exists. And, oh, like, I see. oh you, you know, mean, like, that was their strategy to move away? I think I so. That's a very cynical look at it, but... Uh, but, like, for what it's worth, like, eh. I, you know, Dark Knight, I think a lot of people would agree, is, like, one of the best comic book movies ever uh, sure. and the joker and that was done so well and it was like you know we saw what happened with J- the jared leto joker and like it was like jesus christ could we not have just left this alone um mm. and then we decided to give them like a an origin movie which like i don't even i think the whole point in the comics is like he doesn't have one it just there was a lot that was set up for this movie to fail and mm. then for me it just like didn't like i thought the mm. score was fucking haunting Sure. Joaquin Phoenix is in 99% of the shots, and he kills it throughout. Mm. There's some clever uh, misdirects that, that worked for me. Uh, De Niro worked. The ending worked. Like, it just worked. Mm. And I liked the idea 
of ha- kind of having the assumption that like this was just going to be it yeah one and done who knows I, if they do a sequel i don't think they do though i don't um, know I, if but they I did i think that'd be weird yeah i liked it like it's, it was just kind of a character study like here's the character that you know do you want to know how he ended up this way yeah. and i was satisfied with their version of how it ended up does sure. that make sense yeah fuck we're, me i want an oscar yeah we're, we're weird little sidebar there i don't know it's just it brought up and just curious because that's just one of the ones i feel like we never talked about yeah at, uh, at the time usually you and i are pretty uh on the ball with that uh, stuff <laughs> immediately you know when something is out where you're we usually go to each other first so but you liked it uh yeah i found it like you know as like i you know i've watched taxi driver a few times in my life and it was kind of i it was one of those things as i was going into the movie i had read it mm-hmm. and oh then it's hard to not see eh? it was hard not to see and then, you know, I feel like even if I hadn't read it, it would have been pretty obvious because I've seen the movie enough times. But mm-hmm. I, <clears throat> I remember honestly being, like, really, like, really unsettled. Um, yeah. I'm just, you know, like, I'm not saying, like... I'm no, I don't ba- disagree. I'm not, like, a big baby, but anytime there's... <sighs> this is going to sound silly. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to maybe I'll use some anime. Like, anime, it's like, you know, the, like, a... Uh, what's the phrase? Like, a uh, imagination... Or disbelief of imagination? Yeah. You know, when I watch Tom Cruise in a movie doing something fucking crazy, it's like, there's no way, but like, you know, I buy it. Tom Cruise sells it. <laughs> and then anime, you know, or, or, you know, or any animated type show or, you know, like Star Wars or anything like that, you know, like, but when it's real violence and it's like yep. very well made real violence, I don't, it just, you know, I, I don't, you mean, yeah. I don't like seeing people fight, you know, like it's, it, you know, it, it's awkward yeah. to see people argue in, in, in public and all that. And there's just something about this. I, and, and thinking about it, I don't think I've really seen a movie in theaters that was, like, so... That was like that. You know, usually I'm at home or something like that. It was just in a... I was in a big public setting. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. There's a packed... One of the... One of the... One of the few times here in our theater where it was, like, a sold-out show. Which yeah. I found, which I found super strange, and it was, you know, just like the, the subject matter of the movie. Honestly, this is gonna sound so fucking spooky, and I don't, I don't even like bring it up, but like all I could think was just someone running into the theater and doing something crazy. Yeah, no, and I know I was, what you mean. Like, yeah, so it, it's yeah, it, it was made uh, a lot of that stuff feel a little bit too real. I know what you mean. Like yeah. in, in action scenes, like especially if you're comparing it to like a Tom Cruise action scene, it definitely none of that shit hits close to home. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's fucking popcorn. Um, yeah. this was like jesus christ like, kind of breathing down your neck with how real well, it here's, was here's like another example like i didn't see it in theaters but even then like you know you can get mm-hmm. unsettled in your own home but have you ever seen uh, eastern promises with uh vigo mortensen? mortensen years ago years ago so there's that like pretty bathhouse scene the bathhouse scene and that's pretty visceral and raw and real yeah, looking and but like that is a very much like a real scenario mm-hmm. and it felt real but it didn't it wasn't shot as a horror movie. It was shot as, like, an intense... I think maybe that's why Joker... Like, because it was low-key a horror movie, in my mm-hmm. opinion. You know, especially in there's, like, you know... I think there's the scene where he has, like, the transformation in the fucking bathroom. <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself, I was like, I'm, I am I could walk out of this. Like, and I understand why people did walk out of this movie. You know? I don't know why we're getting so caught up on the fucking Joker right now, but it's... Uh, yeah. No, I don't... Yeah, it was, it was real, but I thought... Yeah. Um, 
it you know it was like it was real in like an artsy fartsy way like the i think that the reason that they got the money to do it and the reason that it may have done so well theatrically is because they mm. put the word the name joker on it but that could sure. have just that could have been about anybody you know what i mean like yeah there was very little uh comic book stuff involved in that movie if what? at all other than tacking the waynes on at the I end i was gonna say and, yeah, and yeah. giving him the name joker in the in the climactic scene but like other than that like mm. that was just like a, a, a you know what i mean that was just a kind of a commentary character study homage film mm. and like by all accounts kind of artsy mm. doesn't really belong definitely doesn't belong in the dceu well they wish they wish yeah. they had something as uh anyway what a, what, a, what a turn yeah <laughs> um you want to wrap it up here yeah, I think so. I think this was a good little, uh, good little palate cleanser, a little for... bonus episode for y'all. And you know what, Dave? You know, you know. I, I obviously I hope everyone in Japan is good after the mm-hmm. earthquake and all that. But kind of like a silver lining of this is how quick do those episodes go on Sunday nights? Oh yeah, they, so like we got, one of the top comments I always see is like they need to stop making five minute episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like you know, it'll be nice to double up and yeah. kind of. God, man. I, Do you think? Ugh, I'm terrified. Yeah, I don't know. It's. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a nice little treat. Because think of it this going way: going back to back. But that's the thing. I hope. I hope they blend well. Yeah. Like, immediately, um, like you know, like what if there was a moment in the last three minutes where you're just like ah, and like you know the week you're meant to sit it. with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. Hopefully, there's nothing like that. Because, because it is. Think know. of it this way: we get two episodes, and then it's the finale of the season. Yeah. So we get two on Sunday, one week break, and then it's and then one more, and then it's over. Um, one way or another. Yeah. So kind of terrified, you know. I think you know most of our predictions last week were mostly like, you know, we could sense the chaos coming, like everybody else can, and yeah. uh, it seems very possible that we could have some character arc ending, mm. uh, character arcs ending, uh, and we don't really know who that's going to be and in what form. Uh, I cannot believe I sat with it this long already. Um, and, and we have a few more days to go. But I'm really, really excited to see how it goes. And yeah, we'll, we'll double up on our analysis. Um, so yeah. Yeah. So uh, I guess we'll, uh, we'll see everyone next week. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, you know, hopefully this was a little different, a little bit fun for you guys. Um, you know, obviously, if you're still listening, then you, then you have found us. So please feel free to support us on social media. Follow, like, comment, subscribe, all that stuff. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Cheers.